Welcome to the DKQ Lifestyle Podcast with me, Marcus, and today we're going to talk about cognitive needs. So, I don't mean special needs or anything like that. I mean, like, what you need, like food for thought, like what what you need to make um, things entertaining for yourself or to keep you engaged. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the TC and I told you, I loved it. Like, all this information that I'm getting that they're giving me, it was just mwah, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Like, I couldn't believe what I'm hearing. So I'm not just hearing what they're talking about. They're like, I can see what they're saying. Like, literally playing out and, like, people are describing it. And because there's, like, so many people at different levels, some people that have been there for a long time, a medium time, like, a short, just come, like myself, like, and um, it just was, so people explain it from different levels, the different intelligence levels, um, explaining it different, um, ages explaining it, different races explaining it. So you're getting like a multitude of like angles of this thing that they're talking about. So whether they're talking about erratic and volatile behavior or consequential thinking or anything, just anything, vulnerability as it was the last pod. Yeah, so it just fed me differently but that's kind of how I've always been so I always put down to being able to for me be able for me for me to be able to do well on the TC yeah was due I think down to me getting into conspiracies at about 20 21 ish and so a long time long time ago that yeah I keep coming it's gone and but yeah like I always did some but I'm not fully out of them because I do like some of the new ones that I'm seeing I do find it a bit entertaining, do you know what I mean? But I just have my little feeling and a bounce, do you know what I mean? But anyway, being able to juggle things. Because at first when you listen to conspiracy, it's like, what? Is that what you're on about? Like, like my bridging was going on about it for years. I think I was 21 because I met him at 18. We was 18. We're the same age. Almost literally. Like, a few days between us. And my man's banging on about summer or other. Always about Egypt or something or other. Like, fucking hell. And I'm just there, road man, and on the road, and I shut my eyes. I said, listen. Because it don't make money. I said, you see this? Boom. Pull out big change and say, listen. That's what I've been on the past couple of hours. What are, what are you doing with this nonsense? <laughs> Bless him. Do you know what I mean? Hold tight, you. You know what I mean? Anyway. He just stays staunch on his thing and whatever. He just did what he's doing. I stayed out doing what I was doing. But anyway, like, I'm coming off the road thing a little bit. I'm not coming off the roads. I'm just not shutting. I just got up and down, do you know what I mean? Like, it'll go slightly and whatnot. I'm, I'm just fucking up, do you know what I mean? And he's still on it. And anyway, I must have, like, entertained. I said, oh, come on, show me this, like, we looked at Egypt. Boom, buckle. I said, what ratio I buy? I said, eh, Orion's bill. I said, boom. I said, eh, two million. I said, nah, how much? It's the way that much. You know what I mean? The from where? How far away? Eh, modern man can't do it. And it, that night, my mind was blown. Blown. Do you know what I mean? Differently. So, then obviously, then I got onto it properly from there. But then obviously, it took the sinister turn that it takes sometimes. You know what I mean? With some people, it took me. Because my head wasn't right. Like, at that time, like the heyday of the roads and all the little stuff that's happening there. And the traumas that man's picking up, like PTSD or whatever. Like, not, not diagnosed, but... You know, obviously, you see man's stuff and you're having to do man's stuff, like, you know. So, you can just imagine, you're getting trauma. It's just, it just is. I hear people in my jobs talk about certain things and their diagnoses, and I think, uh, I must have got that. I'm self-diagnosing in the moment, like, I'm dazing out as they're talking, like, 
I think I've got that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, where was I? Yeah, so I finally got on it and I couldn't believe what I was saying and then like getting into it and then getting deep into it and then like basically what I'm saying is it changes your whole education system, doesn't it? So you've grown up believing a certain thing, not even realising you believe in a certain thing. You've just believe it without questioning it because that's what you've just been taught in school by the authority figures and you just think that's true, do you know what I mean? And then they show you, you get shown an alternative or a different narrative. And it is something to like push away and reject at first because it's going up against what you believe. Something going up against your beliefs is basically like the moon crashing into the earth at the fastest pace possible. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a literal cataclysm. It's mud. Like something going up against your beliefs is mud. Do you know what I mean? Like you know yourselves. We can't handle it. It's like what? Like, do you know what I mean? It changes everything. Something coming in, something new coming in, changes everything. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I got into it hard, obviously. So it's like all that what I've learned kind of got like almost erased, or it got like minimized to nothingness. Like it was there as a reference point, but then all this other stuff that I'm looking into now, because it just kept leading from one conspiracy to another, to another, to another. They're all similar, but it was all because you get into like, the end of that one, but never to the end of the real thread that you're looking at. Do you know what I mean? Like still. It's like over 15 years or whatever. And I still don't know who thinking Egypt. Do you know what I mean? It's just a thing that's going to go on and on and on. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just new evidence popping up, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's a thing now for conspiracies. Before, back then, conspiracies was like, I think I mentioned this before, one of the earlier, on my first, first pods about conspiracies, like how the internet used to be different back then. So it's like, you could kind of find, it seems like you're finding truths. Now, this bare fake news and bare bullshit and people know what people are into and people can... Like, just chat shit. But it sounds realistic. Do you know what I mean? So you never know what's what now. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just all... And it's mainly for the newer minds that are coming up into it, whether it's younger or someone, even of my age, that's just getting into it now. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just for newer minds, this mad stuff. Like, even now it's AI, it can generate anything. Like, people are smart enough to generate these these things themselves. But yeah, that's, that's that bit. So I think I was able to take on the concepts of therapy to the degree that I did because of conspiracies opening my mind up differently. So I do like conspiracies for that, for me getting into it and being able to see how, or being able to tap into that more mind space and edge, because then you're like, where is you? You're looking to so much, don't you? And then you take it further yourself with your own, because you're now you're learning to like almost critically think. Do you know what I mean? To a degree, you're not really, because you're not even question, you're not questioning the conspiracy. You believe in a conspiracy wholeheartedly. You're questioning what you knew before, and then you adding on to the conspiracy, you're never questioning the conspiracy. Do you know what I mean? If that's a lie. Because obviously they're always presenting evidence, but evidence can always be shown for anything. Evidence to the contrary. Do you know what I mean? Just just, just say like this flat earth thing. They can show evidence that is flat and then people can show evidence that is spherical. Do you know what I mean? So it just goes on whatever you choose to believe. It's all a choice what we would choose to believe. We're not really. That was a mad breathing in thing. <laughs> this mic, I need to sort out where I put this mic still. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, that's that bit. Going on to cognitive needs. So I was soaking all this stuff in. And I probably got to about halfway through. I was there for like two, two year, five months. So what's that? 29 months. So about just over halfway through. It started to bore me a bit. Like, it not bore me, but it weren't enough. 
And it's probably just the same thing what I was saying in the last pod. That's why I chose to do this one now. What I was saying about it. you have to throw like a hundred bits at me. Because if you if you throw like five, I said nothing, but really one or two things and stick. I won't remember the whole five. Do you know what I mean? Because I'll be dwelling on the few that the ones that the bits that stuck out to me. And that's where it is. Throw bare bits at me, and more that I'm interested in will stick. And then it gives me like a basis to build off. Do you know what I mean? And understanding because I might be too far ahead with that bit and at the base basics with that bit and I can have a build up that, that bit that I've remembered or build back a little bit to get the basis to build up higher do you know what I mean whereas if you just teach me the basics I just don't really I just won't I'll be bored and I can't click it especially if you're going at a slow pace I'm a fast paced type of guy so anyway so what it is because I've learnt so much it's just like bits and bats now bits and bats so I've gone to the therapist Kira I remember just like sidling up next to her. It was outside the office near the kiosk, near the pool table and that. Near a couple of chairs that had a phone box there that no one used because we had phones in ourselves. Um, the man called the bus stop. And also near the surgery. It was near a few things still. It was near group one. It was near the laundry. It was, <laughs> it was near everything. You know what I mean? Because everything was down that side of the wing anyway. I was at the other side. And yeah. So, um... Yeah, I'm sliding up to her like, you're cute, you know what, like, I'm just like, I don't know exactly what I said, but I just like, just, I said, said something about just getting bored or it's just not enough, like, these days, it's like, she had an Irish accent, she was from, not Northern Ireland, like, Republic of Ireland, but she called it, like, Ireland, and then Northern Ireland, what we call Northern Ireland, she called the North of Ireland, so I remember having this mad thing getting into her, like, when you say Northern Ireland, are you on about, no, when you're saying the north of Ireland, are you in about Northern Ireland? She's like, yeah, the north of Ireland. Because where it is, she's from the Republic of Ireland, so they've got a different view of what was British that have teethed, not me, Northern Ireland. People that are loyal to Britain through Northern Ireland. Then there's obviously people in Northern Ireland that are loyal to the island, Republic of Ireland, or Summit. And it was just mad. Like, this conversation was just like, I just needed it to say... Yes, I'm calling what you're calling Northern Ireland the North of Ireland because I thought it's you know, about the rest of... Cause it's not like a little bit of Northern Ireland. It's not like it's all of it. I'm like, you know about the other bit? Like, is it like a certain bit upwards? And Anyway, so she'd get political on us because a lot of people that aren't from Britain are political. Where we're not really. We, we are, but we're not. You talk to other people from other countries, they're fucking deep in their politics, in their country or whatever. Um, I've got more passion in it where we're just like passive like oh yeah they vote Labour get the fucking benefits oh let's vote Tory I mean let's police on street anyway she's gone it's your cognitive needs she said Marcus it's your cognitive needs I said what <laughs> what do you mean she goes you just need more your cognitive she, she said it's like being like a there's been a, a, like a line in your mind and then you've learned up to it and now that bar's risen, but it's not being... So why don't you do a course or something? I was saying, I'm fucking doing courses, man. I'm doing counselling skills, I'm doing this, that, and the other mentoring. I'm doing some mad... I'm doing some mad courses that I've never heard of until I got to prison. And then I found out that they're from... I swear they were from... What's that fucking religion that Tom... I swear they were from the Scientology <laughs> Well, it was mad because the pictures, like... Like, black people in, like... You know what I mean? Like, anyway... It was like a, I remember doing like a parenting course and a couple of other things from him. And then fucking hell, they just keep... I, I just did the last one. I did loads of them. They had loads. Probably like 30 or something. I must have done that like half or something that appealed to me, if not more. 
Um, well, I haven't had that many. But I did loads. I did quite a percentage of how many they had anyway. And uh, I must have stopped doing them. Like, I just had enough. Just did my last one and just, that was it. And the geez, they kept on like sending me mail like to push it forward. They wanted me to recruit more because I must have got it off somebody else. Somebody must have been doing them. I said, oh, I'm doing these courses. I must have said, oh, what's that? And uh, I said, oh, I'll do it. Because I was, I was up for doing oh to like, oh, hello. Um, to just better myself, you know what I mean? To just see, oh, what, what's that about? And what's this and what's that? And I can't remember what the fucking courses were. But yeah, and I must have read into it. And it was fucking science. I swear it was Scientology. It was either Mormon or Scientology. But I swear it was Scientology. That's why I'm more, I was more shocked. Like, I didn't think it was in England like that. Um, but yeah, the parenting course was quite good. One thing I really remember from it is when a child falls down and hurt yourself, hurt themselves, don't, like when you go to console them and cuddle them and that, don't say anything. Don't be like, oh, love, come on, da, 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 you know, you'll be all right. I love you and, you know what I mean, it'll be all right. Just hug them. Let them say and do whatever they need to do because when they've had enough, they'll just leave you. Do you know what I mean? Because then they can get that, Go going forward, growing up, that hug off anyone. They don't need them to say anything because sometimes, like, because if you if you say, "Oh, love, don't worry about it. I'll smack that curb, but you fell down, and I'll do this, and then you'll be all right." And just saying stuff, you know, people, my my people say it to me, do you know what I mean? And I've seen people do it, and I probably didn't. Um, but it said, "Oh, so then they get used to the words. It's not the cuddle. Do you know what I mean? Because they come to you because they always go to the rock. There's a rock in every family. Do you know what I mean?" And that's what the, the the parents are supposed to be or the caregivers are supposed to be, the rock, do you know what I mean? So kids go out and do what they're doing and when they've hurt themselves or need advice, they come back to you, they come back, they come back, they come back and they should be able to trust you enough to like when they're hurt, they can get well again, do you know what I mean? They can feel better again or get good advice going forward. But a lot of us, you know, we're from like, you know, life's hard in it, so it's hard to get that from, do you know what I mean? Or to give that sometimes. And anyway, so it said they'll get conditions for the words. So then when they go on, if someone does give them a hug, they're not saying the right thing. So someone might be talking. So just say, a little girl's always got things said to her by her mum or her dad. And then that girl becomes my girlfriend later in life. And then she goes through a bad day or whatever, and I'm hugging her. And I'm saying, oh, don't worry, you'll get it again tomorrow. Because that's what my parents said to me or something. Like, just you can hit it again. You fell down, get yourself back up. Thousand times down, thousand and one up. And she's like, what? I just want to know that you love me or something. Do you know what I mean? When it's all they need is the hug. That's just the one thing that I remember from there. But anyway, the cognitive needs, it just the bar gets risen and then we have to fill it. I don't think I really did. I did in a sense, because I was having bare stuff sent in. I was getting bare books from the library, bare, book, uh, bare books sent in, buying books, uh, doing all courses. I was like thinking of things and finding things out and then asking my people out here um, to look things up online to see if they can find anything what I'm saying and then they'd find it and send it in and they'd deepen my knowledge there. So yeah, I thought I'd just share that about cognitive needs and um, how it rises, do you know what I mean? How we do get that bit like, because I can like, there's a lot of us that we just want more. We just want more, do you know what I mean? And that's that's part of it, like this is the cognitive need. It is a thing. I thought, I thought I'd just share that, you know what I mean? Fucking sweat me back out here, you know what I mean? Anyway, Marcus, Deacon Q, that's the podcast.